Christmas is filled with lots of feelings like joy and generosity, but sometimes feelings of loneliness and brokenness. In the midst of all of these feelings, we share one thing, which is that Christmas is absolutely filled with lots of decisions. Do I go north or do I stay here? What should we have for dinner? And should we have dinner on the 24th or on the 25th? And what should I get my spouse for Christmas? The kids, the grandkids, the friends. What do I get the in-laws? But then the biggest decision of all, which church service do I go to? <laughs> Lots of decisions. And each one likely to lead to greater Joy, but some of these decisions are filled with peril. In the case of dinner, the possibility of indigestion. In the case of presents, well, sometimes people get disappointed when we give them presents. And then in the case of church, it may well be that you don't get your favorite pew. And don't get mad about that. Our gospel reading may be so familiar that you miss Joseph, the man who would rear Jesus, the man who would protect our Savior, nurture him, provide for him. So in the midst of all of these Christmas decisions and the greater decisions of life, let's look at Joseph and see what he can do to help us. His wife, the woman he adored, was with child, and that was unanticipated. And so he had a decision to make. What to do? His relationship with Mary was different now. And you can imagine that he was anxious, that he was stressed. What would people say? Who could he talk to in a circumstance like this? With anxiety and stress, the chaos and loneliness, there he is, and he has to make a decision. With a good heart, he sees to protect Mary and dismiss her quietly. And that must have been hard to build resolve for that decision. There are great moments in life, the moments that roar with a permanence that crashes down on life and changes it. When a woman speaks to her lover and says, I'm with a child, a great moment is hand, a moment that changes life. And there are other great moments, too, many times heralded with words like, you're fired, you're hired, it's cancer, remission. In these moments, chaos swirls around us, anxiety fills us as we seek resolve, path forward, and make a decision. We seek to bring chaos under rain in these moments. We grasp at lifelines and set regiments to bring order into chaos. It's very human to try and pull together all the unruly edges of life back into order to make a good and holy decision. And Joseph, well, he was doing it. His life was in chaos. His plans for engagement and marriage those were changed. He was perhaps embarrassed. 
Under Jewish law, there were consequences for Mary. And his decision put her away quietly. That was his first idea. But Joseph's life before this decision was filled with many smaller decisions. He was a just man. He had integrity. He had practiced it throughout his life, upright and consistent moral character in a right relationship with God. And that's key to a good, Holy Spirit-filled, God-led decision. The practice of making each small decision with integrity, with the idea that God cares even about our smallest decisions. A small decision to walk past trash in the parking lot. The small decision to smile at that cashier and say hello, not with indifference, but with genuine care. The small decision to say good morning to a fellow parishioner, but not just breezing by, stopping and looking at them in the eye. Each of those small decisions layered one upon another until there is a deep rightness with the world, with God, with your own integrity. Joseph had that, and he brought it into this big decision. When critical decisions are made, we have the myriad of those small holy decisions serving as guidelines, keeping us in in the lane. But it's then that we have to let go and allow the Holy Spirit to allow God to govern. For Joseph, he entered into that place where there is no control, where it's lost, sleep and dreams, that mysterious place that leaves us all thinking, I wonder where that dream came from. Could have been the roast beef at Christmas dinner. <laughs> God entered into Joseph's dreams. Do not be afraid, Joseph. Jesus is the Savior, and he was, and he is, God with us. If you are in the midst of a big moment, chaos surrounding you, feelings of anxiety and loneliness, let God in. You don't have to be alone. Balance that anxiety with God's presence. That's what God seeks to do in our lives, and that's why we have church and prayer and worship. That's why we have one another. In those times when chaos swirls, anxiety and stress mounting, and big decisions weigh on our shoulders, God's presence means peace, comfort, deep joy, understanding, and often challenge. Let God in. Listen to the moments when you are not in control, the daydreams, the deep dreams, the Holy Spirit. Let go and listen. This takes practice. Joseph had been practicing probably his whole life for that moment with prayer and faithful practices, listening to Scripture, acting with integrity. 
With that foundation, he was prepared for the final guidance he needed for his decision. For him in that moment, a dream. But it comes in feelings and senses and flashes of insight. As Christians, we make decisions day in and day out. Hopefully the world sees the decisions and choices that we make as Christians as holy and life-giving, filled with mercy, decisions filled with justice, kindness, and compassion. It begins with a daily practice or integrity and consistent moral character, that daily and prayerful listening to God in each and every little decision. We then grow so that when a big decision comes, like whether to go to law school, who we should marry, or when we should go into that retirement community, we can still grasp at our life before and listen for that final word from God that confirms this is what I should do. So use the final week of Advent intentionally seeking in the smallest of decisions to be kind, to be upright, and to just. And then use that New Year's resolution to cement a habit of Joseph, like small decisions, so that when a big one comes, you can shut your eyes and pray, God, what would you have me do? then all you have to do is do it.